My friends, uh, tonight we learned several things from the first hearing of the House Select Committee investigating the January 6th attack on the U.S. Capitol. First, we learned that after the riot began on January 6th, many White House officials, including members of Trump's own family, urged him to call off the rioters. He did not. We'll get more on this as the hearings proceed. Number two, when told that the rioters wanted to lynch Vice President Pence for being unwilling to stop the certification of electors, Trump said, maybe our supporters have the right idea, and he deserves it. Again, we should be getting more details about this in coming weeks. Third, when the riot was underway, Pence called for extra help from the Defense Department. Number four, when the riot was underway, Minority Leader McCarthy called Trump, Trump's family members, and Chief of Staff Mark Meadows to get Trump to issue a statement to tell the rioters to stop. Meadows wanted only to, quote, control the narrative, unquote, so that it didn't look as if Pence was in charge. Number five, the riot was the culmination of months of a carefully constructed plot by Trump and his cronies to advance his big lie that the election was stolen. According to Lynn Cheney, Trump personally coordinated a sophisticated seven-part plan to overturn the result of the election. We will be getting more details on this as well. And finally, number six, uh, Trump knew because he was repeatedly told by his own staff, including his attorney general, that there was no evidence that the outcome of the election was the result of fraud. Then Attorney General Barr told the committee, quote, I told the president it was bullshit. I didn't want to be part of it, unquote. Now, there is much, much more, which I assume is going to be detailed over the next several weeks, The star of tonight's hearing was Republican Vice Chair of the Committee, Liz Cheney, who said at the end of her opening remarks, referring to her Republican colleagues who continued and have continued to lie on behalf of Trump, there will come a day when Donald Trump is gone, but your dishonor will remain. So at the end of night number one, I've got two key questions. Number one, my key question, at the start of this post, I use the term, we learn several things, but uh, the first question is, will anyone who has fallen for Trump's big lie actually learn anything from these hearings? Fox News decided not to air them at all. Right-wing social media has discounted them or charged them with being part of a conspiracy against Trump. The mainstream media continues to frame the hearings in highly partisan terms, asking whether it will help or hinder Democrats in the midterm elections, for example. The second question that comes to my mind is, will the hearings have any bearing on whether Attorney General Merrick Garland prosecutes Trump for criminal acts, such as violating 18 U.S.C. 371, which is conspiracy to defraud the United States, and 18 United States Code 1512, which is obstruction of Congress? Now, so far, at least 862 people have been arrested and charged with crimes, but the window of opportunity for prosecuting Trump is closing. Once he declares his intention to run for president, 
prosecuting him will become directly entangled in partisan politics. My fear, and I'll be very, very candid with you, is that these hearings become like the the Mueller, I always mispronounce Mueller, Mueller report, and the two impeachment proceedings against Trump, another dead letter, which, again, my fear is would only embolden Trump and Trump's followers further. It is critical, however, that Trump be held accountable. I don't know how to hold him accountable, at least in the court of public opinion, without these hearings. So tremendous credit to the committee. And as I said earlier this week, special credit to Liz Cheney.